poker's legendary champions, next generation stars, and tireless ambassadors of the game, sharing their wisdom and guiding your journey to high achievement on the green felt. This is Philosophical Friday on Chasing Poker Greatness with your hosts, Brad Wilson and Duncan Palamortis. Welcome, my friend, to another episode of the Chasing Poker Greatness podcast. As always, this is your host, the founder of ChasingPokerGreatness.com, Coach Brad Wilson. And today is Friday, so it's a very philosophical day. Duncan Palamortis, my co-host. How you doing, sir? I'm doing really well. I just understood that I realized I'm completely off camera again. So let me just uh, calibrate because I'm usually uh, two-thirds of the way. So professional uh doing podcasting here so <laughs> yeah tend to be like center frame you know i could see like one half of your face on youtube um, good but, good good <laughs> it's better than normal actually it's, just, it's an improvement <laughs> have a blank screen there normally with you're talking somewhere i don't know just throwing throwing your voice into the microphone um what, what's on topic today what are we talking about so we're following the trend of amazing topics uh, from the community. Uh, and one of the real interesting questions they raised, uh, which is something that actually I've been thinking about a lot over the years. Uh, the question is, um, it's about ethics, essentially, po poker ethics. And the question says, is poker predatory? And it is a very interesting question for many reasons. Um, one reason, for example, would be most of people, generally speaking, uh, are good people. So people want to know, you know, it's like, am I taking advantage of somebody? You know, am I doing something wrong? So these are important questions to ask. Um, at the same time, it really cuts deep into what is morality. So we could literally talk about this topic for hours. We're, we're not going to do that because we don't want to bore everybody. But um, really, you know, we were, we're hoping, uh, by the way, shout out to Alan for uh, bringing up that question. Very interesting question. And what I was hoping to do today uh, with you, Brad, um, I was hoping to, you know, explore some of the uh, questions, for example, things like, what is, what does it mean uh, to be predatory? What is a predator, uh, really? And uh, what are some of the ethical responsibilities, if any, of a poker player at the poker table? And what are some things we can do as poker players to feel at peace with our profession or hobby or whatever it is for, for people? Yeah, so... I I guess I'll first go to Webster's dictionary here to look up the uh, definition of predator, an animal that naturally preys on others. And I I believe the comment by Alan Bostic was um, that he was surprised that I've said again and again that that poker is not predatory because he's wrestled with the same issue and his conclusion is that poker is predatory. And that's okay because predators are part of any ecosystem and without predators, an ecosystem becomes unbalanced. Um, so yeah, I think that that's really the framing of, of where the question comes from. And yeah, it's quite interesting. So yeah, go ahead. It is indeed, it is indeed very interesting. And one of the things that uh, we really, um, we don't wanna get lost in the threads, but one of the things that we really need to address is what is really a prey? Like we have to, talk a little bit about that. And once again, we need to remember definitions is calling things names. So it sure. doesn't matter how we define things, as long as we agree on what we mean or we understand what the other person means by those words. Right. 
for me, when I think of predator, I think of, you know, hiding at the edge of the, the tall grass and, you know, pouncing on prey that's totally unaware and grabbing them by the throat and ripping their throat out or, you know, like a, a crocodile just waits at the edge of the water until an animal obviously needs to drink water and then scoops it out and has dinner on said animal. So like that's sort of my framing of what a predator is or how I think of predators in general or um, gen- like, like generally the prey does not know that the predator is there uh, about mm-hmm. to consume it. It's sort of how I've internally uh, define predator. Right. But here's a question, right? And this is where we can get into the threats. Right? Now, imagine a, a, a great, your favorite basketball player. We can go sure. back to the 90s, you know, MJ, or we can talk about LeBron or or the, the late Kobe. Like, you know, think of your fa- famous basketball player. And then imagine your favorite fa- basketball player doing a fake, right? So the person they're doing the fake against they don't just, see it coming, right? Yeah, I'm imagining this metaphor coming from the least athletic person on the planet, by the way. This, that's, <laughs> that's, that's, thank, that's, <laughs> thank you, sir. That, thank, thank you for, for the anti-compliment here. <laughs> All so, right, so, so yes. they give me a fake. They, 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 right, they, they, they do a fake. And so uh, I'm assuming in this metaphor, again, that the person who falls for it, they don't see it coming, right? Sure. So... Um, isn't well, in some sense that yes. person's prey? Well, I mean, they don't see it coming, but if I'm battling against Kobe, I'm pretty sure that I know I'm about to get dunked on. So, like, excellent, excellent. I, I love. That I don't. Because- I don't see what they are exactly going to do coming. However, I do know that something is coming that is going to put me on a poster. I, I love that because essentially what you're saying there's levels, Duncan. You know, like uh, I may not know what I'm missing, but I know that I could be missing something because I understand the skill differential. So let Correct. me ask you now the, the same Correct. question, right? So if you're out in the wilderness, right? And um, don't the, um, let's say, uh, smaller fish are aware of the bigger fish, that sure. there are dangers, right? So in some sense, they know that there are certain dangers inside the ocean, right? Right. So in, in what way is this? Is this different? Yeah, I would say not very different. No, not, not very different, right? So because I think it's actually very important in, in, in that definition, because in, in, in some sense, if we assume, at least that's the, uh, the, stay, the, the position I've taken repeatedly, if we assume that morals really are tied to our survival and nothing else, so good is what promotes our survival now, this is a very dangerous thing to say without some explanation, right? Because uh, w- when we say something yeah, like- it's easy to get into like the, the Machiavelli, just the ends justify the means type of thing. Exactly. But where, where do the means live? Because I would argue that not treating your fellow human, what, people, what most people would consider fairly or nicely, actually is detrimental to your own survival in the long run. Correct. Right, because again, I think if it wasn't, then humanity would not have gotten as far as it has gotten. That is exactly correct. Which means there is a reason why poker players really care about being, you know, proper. We do care at the poker table. We don't want to uh, use unfair advantage. Like we worry. Well, was that cheating? Was that an angle? We care because you know treating others others unfairly has a lot of negative. Um, consequences in the long run, right? Sure. But 
but if we were to go into the definition, no, no, go ahead. Well, yeah, well I mean, even biologically and genetically, right? We, we've made it this far for very specific reasons. Our gene have our genes have survived in the gene pool because of this spirit of collaboration and working with people. And I think that it, it's probably just, you know, genetic why we want, we don't want to hurt people because we know that that's probably bad for our long-term survivability, basically. That's correct. And that's why empathy can be very, very beneficial. And that is why, you know, even um, that's why psychopaths, those who medically lack of empathy can, um, can have advantages in the short term Typically speaking, a psychopath has a lot of disadvantages in the longer term. So you're absolutely correct. I would need, but, um, but if we take that stance, and I'm not saying people should take that stance. I'm, I'm certainly taking that stance. But if we take that stance that morality really is all about survival, then things are not so white and black and white all of a sudden, right? Because there's no such thing as, uh, you know, there's no... Um, universal statement we cannot say for example killing is bad right because if you know killing one person saves the lives of a million others right all of a sudden you know so we cannot do well, or if you're you know being being threatened and somebody's like about to you know beat your brains in or whatever and you, right. you kill them in self-defense right that's another um yes of course that in most situations there it's never black and white or rarely Correct, exactly. Which, uh, which is not an attempt of me to, you know, cap out the, the question, you know, like is is poker predatory? But also, if we're thinking in terms of our survival, and if we look sure. at our entire life, not not just poker, if we just look at our entire life as a way to survive, it's okay to do whatever we think is correct to survive. And again, this is not the Machiavellian way, because if you go with the Machiavellian way, actually, the Machiavellian way is not. I would argue the most beneficial to our long-term survival, right? So I would say like uh, a short answer is poker predatory, yes, but that doesn't necessarily mean we have to take every little advantage we can uh, for, you know, in the, for, for the sake of like little profits because long-term might be a bad idea. Yeah, I, I will. All right. Uh, I mean, I, it's hard for me to disagree with, with that, uh, that argument and definition. And I think, um, yeah, for me, for me personally, the, the, the problem I think with a lot of language is that it's abstract and mm -hmm. things just mean so many different things to so many different people. Um, when I say predator, I, I, I guess what I am really saying is I, I don't think that playing poker against other people when you're better that, at poker than them is taking advantage of them is somehow um manipulating them in some way or it's yeah that that's really i guess m my perspective on just predatory it, it, how i perceive it but i definitely see that like yes um in the ecosystem like when i sit down at the table i am the predator right like I, right. i'm i'm right. That's the strongest player in the room is the right. alpha, right? That's and right. that's, that's, that's right. the reality that's of, of the situation. Um, so yeah, yeah, I, I can definitely get on board with your side. What I would say personally, and again, it's how we call things names. What I would say is that we are in some sense, because I don't want to avoid the word taking advantage. I think it's helpful, once again, calling things names, but it's helpful sure. to say we're taking advantage. We're taking advantage of weaknesses of lesser players. Sure. But what what I would what I would question is whether we should add a negative connotation 
to it. Yeah. Yeah. Again, I think it's, um, you're okay. So to me, like, okay. So taking advantage would be getting somebody in a game that doesn't want to play the game. That's uncomfortable selling the game as something other than it is so that they will play against you. Um, that's the sort of things that, yeah, I think is taking advantage of people, getting them to play bigger stakes, even when they're uncomfortable and don't want to. And you know that like the loss will affect them, but yeah, whenever somebody sits down at the table, it's a fair game. Everything, everybody's operating from the same uh, standpoint. Um, just you got your brain, you got your chips in front of you, you got the cards and you make decisions. Um, things are fair. It's a level playing field. Um, that to me is like, okay. So then the next step to that is just like get better at the game, right? Okay. I, 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 see, I see what you're saying. And, and I would actually take this to an extra step and say that uh, for me is even okay to manipulate a person with the worst way possible you can think of manipulation. If you think that is, but well, there's, a, uh, there's a second part in what I'm about to sure, say. It's sure, probably sure. not yeah. what you expect, right? It's so okay to be the worst. Roofie them and- Roofie them, absolutely. All sit of them that. down it, at the table and absolutely. walk them to the ATM machine, get 50K out. Abs absolutely, absolutely. And all of that, two things. Number one, I do not want to uh, take uh, the, I do not want to be arrogant enough to take away the responsibility of the other person and say that somehow, you know what? I know what's best for you. Sure. I'm responsible for your protection, right? I shouldn't be roofing you because you're weak. You cannot protect yourself against predators, right? So <laughs> hopefully we're not, we're not, hopefully this is not a public podcast or anything. Yeah, right? Duncan, all, you're, all you're definitely canceled um, publicly and <laughs> hope you have tenure and DNB publishing going to be getting quite a, quite a few direct messages after this episode. <laughs> but but it's, it's actually very, very important what we're saying right now. Uh, the, uh, I do not want to take that responsibility of that person, number sure. one. So I do not want to think of myself as arrogant that, you know what, I it is my responsibility to protect other people. The answer is, I'm not that omnipotent and I cannot protect other people. It is their responsibility to protect themselves. That's number one. And number two, it is what, what you said earlier, being Machiavellian and trying to destroy everybody around you is going to come back and and, 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 and and screw you up big time in the long run. As I often like to say, poker is like real life, right? You do the wrong thing sometimes and you get rewarded, but do the wrong thing long enough and you're going to be completely destroyed. And I think that's the same thing here. So again, well, you can is, have all the success and make all the money in poker, but you have no close relationships and no friends and you're you a total outcast right you, you just you you're ostracized from your community which obviously is a massive downside and doesn't really matter how well there you're doing you financially yeah there you go so is you know uh, roofing your opponents and taking advantage of them in the worst way possible bad it's neither bad it's nor good it's ill-advised if your goal is to actually be able to have a harmonious relationship with your environment that is the, the difference. And the reason why, like, I have a specific story in mind sure. that has been, has been really, uh, you know, engraved into, into my memory. It was, um, I was in my PhD program and uh, there was a gentleman by, I forget if he was from like JP Morgan or Morgan Stanley, one of the, like the big ones, right? He, he came, he was trying to recruit mathematicians at the time. And uh, that was uh, really right before the big, um, 
the big recession, right, of, of 2000, 2008. And we're having these conversations. I mean, they were taking all those crazy risks, as you know, during that time. For the listener who doesn't know, I mean, basically, uh, the leverage was every banker's middle name during that time, and they ended up almost bankrupting the entire economy, right, but the, the crazy... Uh, then they're calling us, you know, uh, reckless gamblers, right? I mean, they completely uh, destroyed the, the economy. And he was talking about, uh, he was talking about, oh, you know what? We, we should be careful. Like, we shouldn't be making those bets or these other bets uh, because we try to be ethical. And I was like, are you, are you trying to be ethical? It's like, why? Are you not trying to be, to, to be ethical? I was like, of course not. It's not your responsibility or my responsibility to put names and labels into those things, right? You destroyed your the entire financial ecosystem and you want on top of everything else to be self-righteous and think, oh, you know what? We're trying to be ethical as well. No, you take an action of whatever it is that you wanna do and then you have to face the consequences, right? But the key, the key point being, um, bless you, by the way, the, the, the key point being that we have to face the consequences because the issue is when people say, you know what, we screwed up, we destroyed the entire financial community, but at the same time we were ethical, now they're washing the hands of any responsibility. No, 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 sir. You don't get to wash hands of any responsibility. You cannot say I was ethical. You can do whatever you want, but the downside is you have to live with the consequences for the rest of your life, right? I think that's the, the important caveat in being the roofy guy. You yeah. know, you can be as terrible as you want, but there's going to be consequences and she should be ready to accept those consequences. They're going to be hard and and not in the case of the banks though. I mean they, they got bailed out. So yeah, the by the way, uh, you know, next summer CPG meetup game, free drinks, everybody just <laughs> bring your family, bring your friends. <laughs> Duncan will be there. <laughs> so, don't, don't don't worry about anything. You you'll be fine. I, we we That's promise. Right. And yeah. Duncan will take no responsibility for anything that happens afterwards either. <laughs> take all the responsibility in the world. So uh, speaking of which, what are some responsibilities of a poker player? Like, you know, if if somebody is is a like from a practical standpoint, you go and you sit at the table. Let's let's be a little bit practical about uh, about it. Is is lying okay at the poker table? Is um, you know, uh, what are some things that um, poker players should do? or should avoid doing so that the, conse the consequences, the long-term consequences are not harsh on them so they can maintain a balanced environment? Um, I mean, it's such a, I mean, at least, so to maintain the balanced environment part, like, I mean, for me, it, it's quite a personal thing. I think mm -hmm. some people just generally are more open about things than other people. And some people are just more inclined to, speak their truth and some people are less inclined and more opaque about what they're doing and all, all these other things. So like, I mean, to me, I don't know, man, <laughs> the, the correct, the, my answer is I think it's individual and I, my, my personal code is I just have always told the truth about pretty much everything that people ask, because in that sense, like ask me, you know, what do you do for a living? I'm a professional poker player. Like that's, I'm not going to say I'm I'm not a professional poker player and then show be in here 60 hours a week playing against you all the time and you're like whoa <laughs> right. what 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 do you actually do like man you got a lot of free time in here for somebody that isn't a professional poker player you know like to me it's just 
I'm as honest as necessary, right? Like I don't, um, it makes me feel bad, like telling somebody, oh, like they pull me to the side and ask me like, how do I play that hand? Like, I'm just going to tell them my opinion and leave it at that. Right. And I think like, I haven't ever thought about it being strategic or good long-term, good in the long-term, but I think it actually is quite strategic and way better in the long run because people trust you, you develop relationships and you're more fun to play with. People aren't like upset when you show up because of whatever reason. Um, so I, to me, I think there's just long-term benefits and being as honest as you possibly can about things. Um, and that's really my personal code. And I would actually, I would agree with that hundred percent. I think honesty is so much better than dishonesty. Even if you think you can get like a small beneficial thing in the short term, being honest is so much better. Like when people like you and they can sit at the poker table, it's even good. It's even good for the game. And I think, I think I mentioned the story before, right? I had a, I had an example in, uh, in, in, in Vegas recently. Uh, I was playing with uh, with a gentleman, really nice guy, David, fire, fire, a firefighter. He's been for like 40 years. We, we started talking. He was sitting to me, my, my immediate left. Um, I had the button. I had queen seven suited. Everybody limps. I raise. I, you know, I, I don't remember limp. Uh, so, and uh, the flop came uh, uh, king high against three opponents. Um, um, I, th- I believe it was exactly king 10-7. So I flopped bottom pair. Everybody checks. I fire a C-bet there. Uh, I have bottom pair, basically um, king high boards. I C-bet them a lot. And if you know everybody wants to fold, that's great. If if not, I, I have outs. So anyway, sure enough, I bet only only David calls. And uh, a turn comes a blank. Check, check. River comes a seven. Uh, he checks again. And I fire a very big bet. And now he's sitting next to me. And he's like, did you hit that, Duncan? You know, after having a conversation for a long time, it's like, David, I did. And he calls me anyway, because <laughs> he wants to see it, right? So my point is, you know, sometimes honesty can actually, because people make me think you're not, you're not that honest. So it is, well, I Well, they think, also want to know if you're lying, right? They want to know go. if they exactly. can trust you. So exactly, like, even telling the truth in that situation creates this situation where, yeah, I know you told me, but I, I'm going to need to see it for myself. Um, exactly. And, and, and also, and also, you know, like by, by, by telling the truth, you don't have to keep track of all the lies and all the things. So yeah. even though, and I know, I mean, we said, we said a lot of things about Rufus today, but we have to be very <laughs> careful that in, in the end of the day, what I'm saying, it's actually the opposite of what some of my people uh, may think negatively. I'm saying that uh, you get more responsibility for your actions than anything else. It actually, by thinking, by trying to do the right thing, it's a cop out. You're getting an excuse for being a terrible person. However, by just saying, you know what, there is no morality necessarily. You just do whatever you want to do. That's actually harder on you because now you have to face all the consequences. Yeah, that's that's the important takeaway. It's not a bailout for for the for the criminals and for the people who are doing terrible things. So as a matter of fact, I despise personally people who will be self-righteous, you know, like the Uther light bringers of the world who just, you know, it's all about light and we're all about we're self-righteous and we know like there is no such thing as universal morality because if we if there was a thing as universal morality, we would have figured it out by now and we wouldn't have all the conflict in the world. And so. In my experience, a lot of these times, I think that, yeah, I hear things said quite often about how somebody wants to be perceived. You know, I, when, 
when people sit down at the table or when I sit down at the table and people see me, I want them to fear me. I want to be feared. And whenever I hear that, um, in my personal experience, those players tend to be some of the first that, that flame out of, mm-hmm. of things. And to me, it's they're trying to project this aura of confidence and invulnerability when the reality is they're very vulnerable and they don't mm-hmm. want to be vulnerable. And I think that whenever on the same token, you have self-righteousness, um, it's people that probably ha- have done some things that they feel questionable about and they're trying to project self-righteousness onto the world because they themselves feel quite vulnerable. So it's always this like fine line to walk um, and you have to be very aware of like, am I projecting because of some inner vulnerability here, something that like I'm very ashamed of and I'm trying to overcompensate. Absolutely. And, and, and projection is certainly one, one of, uh, of the aspects. And the other aspect is also arrogance, right? Because thinking that you can actually manipulate somebody into believing something about you is incredibly arrogant. And actually, uh, there is a parallel uh, example in poker, right? You know, often students ask me, well, Duncan, I want, I want them to fold. How much should I bet so they can fold? And my answer is always, you can't make that decision for them. Whether they fold or not, it's up to them. All you can do is do the best you can in that position. Whether or not they're going to make a mistake, it's up to them. You don't control their actions. You don't have that power. You're not that strong and important. Don't be arrogant, right? And that is the thing, like trying to project all of these things. It's actually a fool's errand because, again, we have to spend energy and it might fail. And like brilliantly you said it's often a projection of our own insecurities which god know we have plenty of those right so it it is often easier like what you described earlier i want to be honest basically what i'm hearing is i want to be myself i want to sit at the boy table you know i want to be the jovial person that i am the social person have a conversation with people you know and i'm going to try hard you know, to take their money. And there's absolutely nothing. Yeah. If if they ask me, you know, like I've, because I tend to talk and make friends at the poker table, you know, people ask me the same questions, right? Like, do you have it? You know, uh, so, so friendly, yada, yada, yada. And it's like, I just tell them straight away, like, yo, even good friends, like, especially as a friendship is like developing and we're spending time away from the table, like hanging out and eating dinner and talking about poker. I just tell them, look, when we sit down and play cards, it's warfare. I'm going to play as hard as I possibly can. And so have zero expectation that I'm going to like, not try to bust you and please do the same for be respectful of me and try everything in in your power to bust me. Um, and that's just a paradigm that we can both live with. We can mm-hmm. both be happy about that, or at least I can be happy about that. Like, yo, you busted me, you trapped me, you played a hand exceptionally well, you got the better of me, good for you. And we can still go to dinner and have fun. And, you know, you can you can bust my balls and make fun of me. And, like, that's that's okay too. But, um, yeah, again, uh, that that's what resonates with me is just expressing how I feel about the situation. and trying to be as honest as I can when, you know, it makes sense without getting too far into like the, the honesty philosophical discussion. Be yourself. Yeah, no, but, but, but again, I mean, over honesty is also arrogant, 
right? I mean, trying to basically say, listen, you know, again, you try to be Uther Lightbringer, right? I mean, you try to be the paladin. Who's Uther Lightbringer, by the way? Let's get we've we've had this reference twice, and so now we need we need to know who this person is. I think it's a it's a character for uh, the World of Warcraft. So it's like the ah, the, 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 wow. the, the, yeah. the yeah wow exactly literally and metaphorically right wow <laughs> he's like the the proverbial paladin you know like the 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 guardian of light yeah you know, sure, sure, sure 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 pushback. yeah basically yeah, so it, yeah. always the the character type that learns that you know life is not as sunny as their previously held beliefs and they get in moral quagmires and have a character arc of like coming out the other side and redemption and they're changed right. and they yeah all, all the things or, or that simplistic really life is not that simplistic if, if if only life was that simple right i mean if all we had to do was just follow the light and then life would be and, and we have to be careful you know like it's just why light over darkness sometimes maybe darkness is, is necessary at certain situations you know maybe you can hide in the darkness uh, to avoid a predator speaking of predators you know it's we yeah. can't we can't be absolute about things we just maybe. have to Maybe the sun's ultraviolet rays are there actually poisonous and <laughs> you know really destroying us if we sit out there long enough. So there, there, there you go. <laughs> maybe we need to go to the darkness and not the light. Maybe that's the answer here. Um. That, that's right. <laughs> that's correct. So, what are some 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 things that 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 poker players to you know to to sum this up? Like, what are some things that poker players can do? Uh, what can we do to feel at peace with our profession? Um, I mean, I. I guess I've already touched on what what I do to feel at peace and that's just be honest and that's it. Like that, that gives me peace. I'm try to be honest and do the best that I can and then move forward. I don't like, um, yeah, I, I don't like really having regrets. I don't like doing things that make other people feel bad. Again, we touched on this before, just part of our human experience and biological makeup. It, it makes sense. But um, no, I think recognizing also that like, no matter what your endeavor is, if you really look at it, there is space for predators and you start a business that directly competes with another business near you and you do a bunch of things better than them and you torpedo them and they go out of business. Well, you know, that's a predatory thing too. You you work at a company, you help in the R and D department, you develop something that puts somebody else out of business. That's, that's a predatory thing. So like, no matter what you do in life, you're, we're always faced with this dilemma. Um, and two, uh, okay, so so with that said, I think the next thing that you know I've spoken about many times on the podcast and maybe on Philosophical Friday as well is that just because you sit down at the poker table and you are the predator and you're beating people for a living doesn't mean that you can't give back doesn't mean that you can't help mm-hmm. other people with the resources that you've gained from poker, right? It's not like it's mutually exclusive. I either beat people out of their money or I give everything that I have to people. Like, no, it, it, it's not mutually exclusive. You can help people with the resources that you gain through poker. That, that's perfectly acceptable. And as a matter of fact, you know, Andrew Barbers spoke about that on the podcast. Um, other poker players have initiatives where they, you know, give back like half of their profit to organizations that they genuinely believe in and have stated that that's really reinvigorated their poker career. It's um, given them a different spin on what they do for a living. So 
yeah, just understand that just because you you play this game for a living doesn't mean you don't have to give back in any other facet of life. You're perfectly free. You have freedom, autonomy to do so. So really all all that you need to do is kind of take that step. Absolutely. And 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 you actually reminded me that when you said the different aspects of life, how uh, one thing that you can do on one aspect of life doesn't necessarily uh, dictate what you should do on a different aspect of life. And you reminded me, one of the uh, people sometimes often use, you use the word alpha before. And one psychologist, very correctly, I, f- I forget I forget uh, their name right now, I, sh- I, should, I should give them credit, but they, they said something incredibly important. They said, using the idea of alpha uh, among humans is, is a big mistake socially because we have so many disparate different aspects of life. So for example, you could be an alpha in business but you can be a totally, you know, beta or gamma in, let, let's say, sports. You know, so it really. <laughs> you could be an alpha in math. And, uh, I mean, let's just throw beta out of uh, sports, for instance. Yeah. Yeah. I'm an omega in, in <laughs> really, sports. Really, so. really, really re- reaching there, Duncan, for this uh, <laughs> this example. For the anti-compliments. Yes, I like I like the anti-compliments. I like the, yeah, yeah. the adversity. You know, so it's interesting, you know, like when, when, when people make fun of you. I really, you know who your friends are by who makes fun of you, right? Because you would never make fun of somebody you feel sorry for. That's another thing, too. So I sure. love when people are making fun of me. It's that's just a sign of I'm close to somebody. So it's... Um, uh, but uh, really, that actually, what you just said earlier, just because you are a predator on a specific aspect of life, it doesn't mean you're not a prey on something else. And that's okay. Our responsibilities, I would say, as human beings, is just to understand what our position is and then try to improve. And improve here has a very specific meaning, and that means improve the chances of survival. But it is not clear cut, uh, it's not all light or all darkness, it's not clear cut what path we should take in order for those chances to be maximized. So it is it is very complicated, uh, I, 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 I would say. And the and the only thing, just to add one more thing to, to just said, you know, like be honest at the poker table, which I would, I would totally agree. But if honesty is not your thing for whatever reason, uh, just be yourself. Be yourself and actually by being yourself, you may get data points on some things that actually may need to be improved or changed in your life. Like I would- Calibrated, I, I would, we'll calibrated, say. Calibrated, that's great. That's that's a perfect word. Yes, calibrate. That's an excellent word. Yes. Okay. So calibrate. In- Less judgment on calibrated, I think. Absolutely, absolutely. Yes, and and again, I'm not. There, there's nothing less judgmental than telling people that you know what you're doing, no matter what you do. I mean, we just talk about like you know criminals, and we we didn't call them bad, you know, or good, right? It's just it's the labels don't matter. All that matters is does that improve your chances of survival? And if you feel if you're getting signals. If you're getting signals from your environment that what you're doing is actually isolates you, you know, um, it, 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 it impedes your profitability or whatever else, then perhaps it's time to change and try different things that may work for you. Yeah, and that only comes through taking responsibility for where you're at. I think Absolutely. that's another big part of that is like you we we make the bed we sleep in right like that's an expression Absolutely. for a reason so take responsibility for for that type of thing and yeah you can get data points calibrate and it could be very beneficial beneficial and to your point take responsibility whether you're the predator or the prey take responsibility yeah it, it is on you 100 percent every time it's and and that's a good thing because it means you have all the you know the the the, the, the control over it right it, it is it, it it is it is on you yeah, and uh, I'm definitely the prey of mochi nuts, and I take responsibility for the mochi nuts that I'm going to consume in the very near future. Um, Love it. 
so be it, you know? <laughs> Especially because I have no idea what mochi nuts are. So just, I'm assuming it's some sort of candy or like a... It's like a donut, basically. Donut, okay, uh, okay. Awesome. We'll, we'll call it a very, um, it's a very healthy donut. It, healthy donut, yeah, okay. Yeah, yeah. No, no, no sugar at all. It's just... Just don't worry about it. Just eat it. You'll, you'll see. Okay. Um, I don't know if you're trolling me right now. I have absolutely no clue. So, even though I have access to Google, so I have no excuse. So I'm being yeah. the prey of uh, this thing. Too. Yeah. You're being my prey in, right. in our verbal banter right now. Um, Excellent. But all right, man, it's been, it's been great. And uh, next week I'm going to be celebrating 4th of July with family. Awesome. So one week off, I will... Uh, catch y'all here. We will catch y'all when I get back in a couple of weeks. I'm going to try to do my best to unplug and not respond to any messages or any emails. So yeah, happy 4th of July. Everybody be safe with your fireworks. Don't blow your hand off. Um, or do if you want, as long as you're <laughs> responsible for it, do whatever you want. Oh boy. Well, <laughs> If you don't want to, if you don't want to blow your hand off, um, <laughs> try not to. And if you do, then I guess blow your hand off. I, I don't know. <laughs> I'm, I'm kidding, everybody. Be safe. Happy Fourth, everyone. I just want to give shout out to Alan again. Thank you so much for the excellent topics. Keep bringing them. Um, Brad, uh, remind us again. Where can people uh, show up and uh, come up yeah. with these topics? greatnessvillage.com there's now just a little click through link takes you to the community on slack and uh philosophical friday discussion is where you can interact with both duncan and i you can also find us on the twitters and uh, on the uh on the youtubes if you want to start a conversation there as well uh, why alex beats bobby uh, at poker bobby spelled b-o-b-b-i-e so you gotta live with that forever <laughs> Yeah, like two percent of the audience is like UK, so <laughs> that's okay. We, 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 we love for, you. For that all. two for that two percent B O B B I E, it makes all the sense in the world. And for the other you know, ninety percent of Americans, yeah, I, I don't know. <laughs> you can make fun of me. Let's put it that way. So, like, you, you show that that we're friends. So that's that's there the, you go. The bottom line. There you go, Duncan. I'll talk to you in a couple of weeks. Be safe, my friend. Enjoyed it as always. And we'll catch you later. Likewise, and uh, happy fourth, everybody. Thanks for listening to Chasing Poker Greatness. You can subscribe on Apple Podcasts or on your favorite podcast app. Go to ChasingPokerGreatness.com to get the newsletter. Join the Greatness Village community. Book a coaching session or dive into the latest data-driven poker courses. Follow the show on Twitter at CPG Podcast.